yet another episode of uh, Divas with Day Jobs. And this episode is brought to you by songs that hit different in the face of romantic turmoil. Yes, my friends. I, um, without going into too much detail, I'm experiencing a little bit of a, I experienced a little bit of a romantic relationship breakdown today. Um, it's fine, I'm working through it. But have you ever noticed, um, we talked about this in the share episode, that when you have gone through a little breakup or a little, you know, romantic bruising, shall we say, some songs just hit different. And we talked about Believe, the whole lyrics of like, um, I need time to move on. I need love to feel strong. That, that I feel that. Um, for me right now, this is way deep, but um, I Will Always Love You is like, I know not, not many people think of that as a breakup song, but that is in fact a breakup song if you listen to it. It's about letting someone run free. You got any songs that hit different once you've gone through a breakup, Joseph? Well, I have many. I mean, anything recorded by Mary J. Blige, like in the sort of, uh, darker, more mature years I put toward that. But, uh, I mean, I did hear you, uh, make a little reference or a little Freudian slip to a song entitled Break Free. Yeah, which exactly. might be an effective Another, segue. You know, <laughs> it's a very effective segue. And, um, you know, not many people think of this song as a high power dance track, which it is a high power dance it is. track. It was Famously lip synced to on RuPaul's Drag Race. Don't know if you heard of that little TV show. Oh. Uh, but the song is Break Free by Ariana Grande, who this episode is dedicated to. That's right. Yes. So we're really kind of bringing the discussion into the present day. Like for me, that's kicking and screaming because I think all of my music taste is sort of revolves around people who were popular in the in the uh, mid to late 90s, I She's guess. She's vintage. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, she's vintage. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I have to give credit where credit is due. You know, she is the she she's of now. She is magnificently talented, an effortless singer and somebody that... Amazing ponytail. Amazing ponytail. Absolutely. I can't believe we, we, we're a generation who's lucky enough to have witnessed Ariana Grande inventing the ponytail. Inventing like, the ponytail. We're so yeah. lucky. Absolutely. It's like her whole tiny little petite body is just being strung up by this little, uh, you know, ponytail. Um, Yeah, I mean, having watched her develop more or less at the same time as we did, because she's a year older than you and I. Yeah, I believe that's right. I think a lot of people would be kind of shocked by that because she has a very youthful image. To me, she's the kind of person that like, honestly, even into her middle age and elderly years people are really always going to see her as little ariana grande that's true yeah that's true yeah and do you think that's because of her association with you know she came from a nickelodeon tv show yeah right do you think that's because of that or do you think she just she just is kind of a youthful presence i think some artists can very effectively shake off the innocence squeaky clean uh shake image like rip it (laughs) and then twerk on it (laughs) on robin (laughs) thick um (laughs) Yes, look, obviously some people can really decisively um, shake off that reputation of being that squeaky clean kids TV network girl. Hello, mm-hmm. Britney Spears. Hello, Miley Cyrus. Um, Ariana Grande, although very much graduated from the Nickelodeon image, to me, she just has that kind of perpetual youthful appeal to her. Yeah. yeah the kids love her. Uh, and... 
I mean, we can still consider ourselves kids. Why do we fit I think. With kids? I yeah. think um, she does have a young, young, young fan base. She though. does. No, certainly. We, you, and I are like on the tail end of uh, our generation, and very, very near to the generation afterward. And I'm not, I'm not sure if you're aware, but say Gen, Gen Z, as they're mm. called, they are actually from 1995. Oh, onward. I was not aware of that. And so. We are- so we were in a funny place where, you know, you and I, we're technically of a generation that uh, I think stereotypically has tons of debt and houseplants. And uh, <laughs> she's like, guilty. Uh, <laughs> Looking at my Monstera like, Why? Yeah, but, um, you know, we, we, we didn't escape the influence of everything that was directed to us as young people when it was really directed to people younger than us, but we still picked up on it. And I think Ariana Grande is kind of an example of that. I don't know if people a little bit older than us would even know a thing about her. And yet here we are. This is true. I feel like mothers of kids, yeah. mothers of the kids who are into her will probably have a have an idea. Maybe but you're that. right. Uh, the intersection, like the Venn diagram of her fans is like, <laughs> you know... We do suppose kind of, that everyone listening like creates these Venn diagrams in their head and then puts yeah. uh, certain topics together and then considers the intersection of all of these things and then they're on the same wavelength as us. They absolutely do. I do have a question for you, Sinead. Mm. Yeah. Can I get an Ariana Venti because I'm not that thirsty? Oh, I just love that. Yeah. So, That's you know, an exceptional joke that absolute, I make quite often. Well, you know. Um and you know, I, I, Starbucks. You don't even have to pay for me. F- pay me for that endorsement. I, I will. I will give it away. I will Ooh. give it away. I will. I will. You know, just like you give away our taxpayer money. Ooh. 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 I'm coming for there. you. <laughs> Once again, we go from pop culture to politics in seconds. Yes. In fact, there's a Venn diagram there of pop culture. Okay, I'm going to shut up with my Venn diagrams. Am I an accountant? <laughs> Is that my day job? No. No, no offense to accountants. I love y'all. Y'all keep the money oiled. Money going in the well-oiled machine of a company. See how but bad anyway, we are describing we what very much direct. <laughs> Let's bring it back to Miss Ariana Grande, Skirt. shall we? Yes. You know, my first recollection of her was actually on Tumblr because it went on Tumblr, everyone was like coveting colored hair and she had that bright red hair at the time and everyone's like, oh my gosh, she looks like Ariel, but in real life. Um, I think, I feel like we were just a bit too old to watch Victorious on Nickelodeon. So that for me is when I first gained consciousness of Ariana Grande. I remember the name like coming up and I was like, she's pretty. I don't know what she does, but she's pretty and she has red hair. All right. Well, listen, the name, the name is enough because that's, that's a star's name. And if that's a name name. that appears on her birth certificate, I feel that it's one that was put there intentionally with the knowledge that she was going to be a star. Let me look into this. You don't give a girl a name like Ariana if you don't want her to become a star. That's really what I think it was by design. But, you know, for me, my first awareness of her actually came from the time that I lived in Japan, where she's wildly popular. And so... Interesting. We're going back to the days of her debut album, which everything was a lot more, I guess, clean-cut, sugary-sweet, perfect for, like, the Japanese audience who really taking that kind of thing so willfully. I remember seeing her image like everywhere, that particular, I guess it was autumn, winter of the year that I was there. And I mean, billboards on the side of trucks in the CD wow. stores, like as a culture, they still buy CDs, which is why, wow. which is why I really cool. believe that artists are so, I guess, so intent on 
keeping the Japanese audience happy with things、yeah. like Japan bonus tracks. See, Japan bonus say, tracks、yeah. exist because the Japanese are the only people left on the earth who、mm. still buy CDs and they buy them as collector、See? items and things like that. Yeah, that、um, makes sense because it's、yeah. like, okay, they deserve those tracks because they're actually buying. Whereas we're like trash, we're like, oh my God, stream. <laughs> streaming servers don't really pay artists fairly. But anyway,、no. I digress. Tell me about Ariana Grande in Japan. What album、yeah. was she promoting at the time when you were in Japan? Would have been. My everything. My okay, everything. Okay, so that's the one with like、yeah. Love Me Harder,、yeah. One Last Time. Yeah, yeah. Break Your Heart Right Back. Yeah. Um, No. No, you're, far, you're, going, too, you're going too quick. I'll go on my two thing. If you're thinking about my everything. Oh my God, if I can't complete that. Pause. No, you know what? I'm tripping. It is my everything. And you're absolutely right about all those title tracks. I'm thinking about something completely different. So,、um, one thing that makes that album quite memorable, in fact, is that thing where people saw that she was perching her entire tiny body on that stool and、oh、no God, one could figure out how she was doing it. Yes. What are your theories on that? Photoshop or nah? <laughs> my theories. Nah. I think she's a pint sized diva and.、Yeah. She's capable of posing in inconceivable ways. Like,、right. I feel like the ponytail must do some science and like balance it out. Okay. F- fair. What are your theories?、Um, honestly, no more scientific than yours.、Um, <laughs> no more scientific than yours. It's not, it's not our forte.、Um, <laughs> it's our, not our grande.、Uh, <laughs> little music joke.、Um, yeah, I, I don't know what to say about that. She is. She is a miniature young person, and、uh, I, I, I give full credit to the stool being able to accommodate her. I don't know what to say、well、about that. This is a stand account for the stool、know. on the cover of My Everything. Everyone go、exactly. look at the album artwork.、So、and like, I suppose. Oh. No, you go ahead. <laughs> well, I suppose the thing that struck me about her and also the comparison and, and the hype that surrounded her at that time is that she was an artist that. Was categorized in a certain way and then compared to so many artists that had come before her. As it, as it typically happens with female artists, it's almost impossible、yeah. for、uh, the media and for people generally to, I guess, believe that a female artist can emerge and they don't have to、Ooh. pin them to some other point of reference. So, with, with、uh, Ariana Grande, the, the, the clear comparison, I think, to much of the public and the media was she's the young or she's the new Mariah Carey. Yeah. And Being the hardcore Mariah Carey apologist, lamb that I am and always will be, I think I and others took issue with that comparison because it takes a lot to be compared to someone with the kind of accolades、uh, yeah. and impact that someone like Mariah Carey has had.、Um, so I, I had think, especially because、opinions. when the media make those kind of comparisons, it's almost like, like a supreme thing. Like, one, while one is Thriving, like the other, like two cannot exist at the same time. So it implies that Mariah's career is over when、exactly、Mariah、that. is still very much releasing music out when that's not、yeah. the case. Like both of them can chill, but you're, you're not. There's you're enough not gay、cool、men、this. for both of you, okay? <laughs> Relax. As long as you have us, you have a career. That's just how it is. Don't alienate us and you're good. Honestly,、True. we we will pay $350 a seat for your Vegas shows. Just be good to us. And keep making music that makes us happy, and everything will be fine. And goes、um, off in the gay bars. Yeah. So、mm-hmm. that's, that's what I was cognizant of in the beginning. And、uh, I suppose that gave me a little bit of resistance to her 
in a way because I I feel oh, well as I as I often do that maybe the music is is heavily manufactured maybe her artistry is something more like one careful marketing strategy after another rather than seeing someone who's a real raw artist in the beginning maybe I thought she lacked some vulnerability because everything was so polished but then over the years we saw her go through a lot and we saw her yeah. humanity be put on full display i i she's think she's almost been forced to show vulnerability whether she wants certainly, it or not certainly yeah. but let's just say as an overarching point ariana grande can sing her face to the floor effortlessly mm. it her vocals are flawless her range is astronomical and i'm i've i've always been thoroughly impressed by that yeah. element of, of she who she is and what she does down. she certainly does she I agree. I agree. She's she's a fun person to watch in interviews and she's definitely has that star quality to go to go with her name. Um and I think there's a there's a lot to be said we can look at why we think why do you think she's so like I think she is really kind of a modern pop star like the perfect example of a modern pop star for so many reasons. Um I think when you look at the rate of the release she's had in her career like there were 5 months between Sweetener and Thank You Next those albums like in an in a fast paced age of streaming and YouTube, like you kind of have to match that pace, and I think that's that's why she's so successful. She also, I was listening to an interview where she said that from one album, she was really tired from doing all the like traditional promo that her record label wanted her to do, like red carpets and radio interviews. And she was doing all this, and she was absolutely exhausted, and her mental health was a mess. So then, when it came to like thank you next, they just like they just released it and it she says in her words like it came from a place of honesty and it had an actual better reception and she's in that kind of mindset where she's like disrupting things where it's that's a very gen z thing or millennial thing to like just say hey why have we been doing it this way all this time like and saying no actually i'm going to release it without doing all that promo and thank you next was like has like been one of the you know had so much success and received so positively her first number one hit, if I'm not mistaken, was Thank You Next. Yeah, isn't that crazy? It took her a long time to get a number one hit. And when I say yeah. that, I mean uh, US Billboard Hot 100, okay. number one hit. Um, that's the the measure that they usually refer to. And, and over the years, it's been measured by uh, more traditional uh, metrics, such as, you know, record sales on release days and first weeks and so so on um it was only very recently that that has been updated to include streams i think it was sometime last yeah. year that that yeah, was actually was quite crazy. revolutionized and so uh you know you you the th thank you next was her her first number one hit and then there were some others on that album that that got the same uh mm. accolade so now you know she's really well established in terms of you know that that commercial success by breaking free and doing things Ooh. in a way that they're doing things in a way that uh, really challenged the status quo. That is totally a Gen, a Gen Z Definitely. kind of thing, even though she's technically not. She's yeah, technically know. one with us. But yeah. I also think her lyrical content is quite um, progressive in the way that she refers to romantic relationships. Like she talks quite a lot about temporary or more casual relationships like in uh, the song she did with social house boyfriend there's like a song that's like you ain't my boyfriend i ain't your girlfriend but you don't want to see nobody else like how many of us can relate like you don't want to put that label on but you don't you want to be exclusive like our generation are like forging these new relationship templates and even in bloodline where she's like don't want you in my bloodline just want to have a good time like hell yes 
come on, sexual empowerment. Like, mm. she didn't want nothing serious. She's just, she's just there for a good time. She got her hoe anthems on and she's ready. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think, I think she's given us a few very, you know, strong contenders in the hoe anthem category. Mm. I would certainly agree. But there, there is, uh, there is an element of, uh, sexual empowerment to her music that yes. I think she maybe takes inspiration from, say, Madonna, say, Janet Jackson, in in that regard. Mm. Uh, but I think it's something cool quite in, like, in covert way. Like, it's quite, it's kind of like undertones. Like, side to side, if a kid listened to it, they wouldn't necessarily figure out what it's about, as my younger cousin <laughs> so memorably told me proudly that Side to Side was her favourite song, and I was kind of, like, horrified. But then, I like, you never know that it was about sex, unless you're of a certain age like I feel like she's aware that she still has quite a young audience and a lot of the lyrics are like implied rather than like overt but interestingly about the sexual empowerment thing I did read that when you know when her famous like silhouette was to wear like latex skater skirts with like a little bra and like apparently her stylist used to get all those clothes from sex shops and she never used to tell Ariana Grande that and then when Ariana found out that they were from sex shops she was like no like this is terrible I have a young audience um that's a little fun fact for you there wow maybe that's why she wears the oversized hoodies now I don't know (laughs) yeah uh it's true no she's she's quite well known for that look of that really big oversized sweatshirt the thigh high boots mm. these tiny little hands poking out of 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 the sweatshirts uh and then of course the ponytail the let's ponytail. get it let's get into that yeah let's but did, that. i i think she used to she started to wear it i read somewhere because when she was on victorious her hair was so bleached red that she couldn't wear it down like it was so ruined so she had to start wearing this ponytail and now it's become her signature but interestingly i think that she's very conscious about being a woman in music and being judged on looks so i think i i've heard her say in interviews that she doesn't really care overly about fashion so i i feel like the oversized hoodies is almost even though it is a look in itself is like a reaction to like i don't want i want the focus to be on my music as a woman not about what i'm wearing yeah i i can see that i can see that but it doesn't escape the fact that, you know, she has some pretty distinct looks. And she I think does. she gets I think she does get carried away with the stage costumes and stuff. Everything about her is really distinct. It makes her imitatable. It makes her it gives her a unique stamp. Mm. If it's the kind of thing that uh, you know, you'll see drag queens imitate for the next 30, 40 oh, years, yeah. it's what it's what needs to happen in the realm of pop culture. Absolutely. Yeah, you, you mentioned the word she's she's imitable, but she's also mm. very good at doing impressions. On the Jimmy Fallon show, she's this yeah. video that's been going around of her playing the impressions game, and she just nails all these other artists like that's Whitney, exactly right. Mariah. I don't think what she's do ever think? attempted Mariah. I don't think she would oh, no, that brave. Okay, no, she hasn't done that. I don't think she's done that. She's certainly done Celine. Yes, she did Celine Dion really well. Celine, yeah. she did a, a, a fantastic Celine Dion impression, um, and yeah, and and it's and it's an interesting thing that. I guess artists of her age grew up listening to all of those artists and that therefore informed the way that they sing. Uh, and it, it's it's fair to say that they were taught to sing by Whitney Houston, by Celine Dion and by Mariah Carey. And uh, I guess in her case, um, she's also really fond of, she's certainly very fond of Madonna 
and uh, Beyonce and so on. So yeah. you, you, you see that she's got quite impressive skills at imitating other artists and it's no accident. It's no accident at all. No, that's that's mm. really interesting. I want to talk about my favorite Ariana Grande song, which is Do it. a little known track called Into You. Oh. And I want to talk about the fact that this is a Max Martin song. So yeah. it was written and produced by a guy called Max Martin, who is a Swedish producer and he's produced your favorite pop songs, basically. Like I Want It That Way by Backstreet Boys, Raw, Katy Perry, um... Pink We're telling you what your started. favorites are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like, if you look up his, go look up his Wikipedia page, you will be gobsmacked to the point where there is a musical on London's West End called Anne Juliet, which is completely of all Max Martin songs, which is kind of a feat. Like, I don't know any other producers who could say they have, you know, they could have a whole musical written about all their songs. Mm. Um, I also recommend going to see the show because it's very good. Defies gender stereotypes, like very modern, very progressive, great music. Side note, so um, Max Martin produced Into You, um, which I don't know, for me, that is a strong contender for a ho anthem. I've always said that song sounds how sexual tension feels. Oh. Like just think, you know the bit was like, it's got that like low grumbling, like kind of noise was like, do, 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 do like yeah. at the start and the way it builds and it just kind of feels like you know when you're with someone you're like oh my god are we is it gonna happen aren't we and you can just feel the tension it's real electric and then like the crescendo of the bridge like it feels like how it feels to finally like get physical with someone who you've been like feeling tension with um and I want to signpost everyone, all the listeners, to um, another podcast, even though, you know, we are your music podcast of choice. But if you like to go a little bit deeper into the like, technicalities of music, I recommend a podcast called Switch On Pop, which is uh, two um, musicologists who deep dive uh, and they take apart your favorite songs. And their episode on Ariana Grande's Into You, it's called The Puzzle of Ariana Grande's Into You, is well worth a listen. They basically deconstruct how that noise at the start, that by the chorus turns to ha 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 like vocals and it's just fascinating like it lifts the lid on that song and go listen to that because you will if you love the song anyway I think it's a masterpiece of a song full stop it's just such a journey um you'll love it even more when you understand the technicalities behind I, it I just love listening to you get so animated over that <laughs> There were hand, there was hand choreo and everything. Yeah, if, yeah, if that was real hype. That was real hype. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm seeing her now, and uh, I can see how just how excited she is over that. So, <laughs> um, if that, that that's any testament, then you you go check them out, mm. and then come right back to us. Uh, exactly. So, <laughs> what's your favorite Ariana Grande song, though? Oh gosh, you know, um, "Break Free" has withered a number of really positive memories for me, and. I think it is a masterpiece in terms of pop music. Uh, I is. love Break Free. Um, even her, you know, her most recent work, I think, was really something that I think will stay with me for a while. Thank You Next is a great anthem. I love the music video. It is. Love it's the music very video. Very twenty. Very. I know it came out last year, right? But it's yeah. very millennial. Very. Totally. No, I'm not having this. Thank you, absolutely. next. And absolutely. so honest too. Like I think so many artists would tiptoe around like never mentioning it. Like the fact that she blatantly lists her ex like a roll call. Like there's no speculation who is this about. Like she just does it. And um, I read in an interview that she she asked all of their permissions for it. Um, but it's it's so blatant and it's really owning it rather than letting, you know, tabloids or whatever runs 
speculative stories. It's like, yeah, I dated this guy. It didn't work out. Like, and it's something that we can all relate to. Well, hello. I can relate to. <laughs> well, you know, break free is break free is a great remedy to that. Uh, that yeah. kind of feeling. Definitely the kind That's of song that hits different when you're going through something. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I like break up with your boyfriend. Boyfriend. Well, oh yeah. my god! Well, I I can't even I can't even get my head around that. Get break up, break with, up your with your girlfriend. girlfriend. I'm bored. Uh, yeah, so it's interchangeable, right? Like, yeah, gender is a social exactly. construct. Yeah, it's totally interchangeable. Um, so th- those songs, uh, I mean, her her music has sort of occupied the charts for so many years. I can't I can't think of much she's ever brought out that I disliked. I've always um I've I found I find her music really listenable, but those are the standouts, I would say. Yeah. Uh, I'm really impressed with how she performs live and there's a, an album uh that came out last year of uh, live recordings of European shows that she did and I listen to I have to say I listen to it often because she's one of these artists that for me the live concert recording of her songs is better than the studio recording. Ooh, I like that. I'll say it. That's a big compliment. That's a big compliment, it's I feel a, like, for an artist. Too. Well, well, for sure, because she's such a standout vocalist. Everything is so effortless. The way that she can improvise and even interact with the audience. And and even though you can hear that she's breathless from the choreo and from the from the experience of being on stage, absolutely nothing gets in the way no. of what sure. she can do vocally. And it's... It's it's really impressive to me. Um, the thank you next music video, uh, just just on the on the note of being something that is so quintessentially millennial, uh, seeing all the cameos mm. in that music video and all the references that are made to those crappy films that we grew up yeah. on, like Suddenly Thirty. Did you call it Suddenly Thirty here or Thirteen going, going on, on Thirty? 30. <gasps> oh, is that it? Has a different name in Australia. It does you know what this Whoa. is? A, I've I've witnessed this Suddenly before. Thirty. I mean, listen, so yeah, that film, for anyone who doesn't know it, Jennifer Garner film from the, probably like the year 2002 or one mm. or something. Um, not great, but it's worth indulging in. Um, that, yeah, I, I believe it was called Suddenly 30, where I grew up, and then 13 going on 30 elsewhere in the world, because I've yeah. seen that, I've seen it presented on TV in another in another title, and anyway um that's so crazy isn't it yeah yeah but it also references legally blonde yes Brilliant, yeah uh, and of course mean, mean girls, girls. Oh, yeah yes. with so, chris jenner was, as uh, i'm yeah. not a, i'm not a regular mom i'm a cool mom which Genius. couldn't be more perfect like so memeable so gifable like yeah. for the internet age for the instagram age the aesthetics everything even seven rings like that yeah. whole pink aesthetic with the diamante hair clips like everywhere like really really like visionary and clever she knows how to give us what we want and what we want is jennifer coolidge yeah (laughs) people our age can't get enough of jennifer coolidge always jennifer coolidge yeah i also i want to take a slight detour while we're talking about her music and talk about uh this mashup that exists online so it's a mashup of a song called step on up which was track 16 of the special editions of dangerous woman there's your japanese special editions because i've not been able to find it on any streaming services this song i didn't know it was a japan bonus track all right yeah i've never found it anywhere um but there's someone there's a youtube channel called french fry mashups which is french like french fry f-r-i as in friday mashups on youtube and um, they've mashed up Step On Up with Gimme More by Britney Spears. And oh, 
it kind of went viral on TikTok and there's a whole dance, which I have learned and done. But um, <laughs> it's it's just brilliant. Like I've listened, I listened, there was a point in lockdown in the early stages when I would listen to that every day. Like it's just genius. And this this person who does this mashup, they've even, I was listening to it the other day. They even sample the run at the, like just before the chorus from Into You. That's like, um, am I going to attempt to sing the run? But it's like, oh, they like sample that in there and it's just it's so good like you're familiar with this, this no no i am i am i knew i even knew it before you linked it to me you did you yeah because i i'm the type to really surf youtube for new music mm. as well i love i that really am you. oh i i i because it's one of the best places to find remixes to find um even songs where for example the reverb has been adjusted it's been slowed down mm. the, oh, the yeah. vocals have been deepened things like that you'll find a lot of ariana grande's tracks are available on youtube where people have just basically bootlegged them brought the uh the audio down a few like uh, octaves basically pitches yeah. um and then change the reverb so that they sound almost uh kind of eerie like kind of yeah. jazz or or beach music it's incredible um a lot of a lot of her songs are produced in that way but i i know i know the step on up remix oh, and God. and i i know because i know you just how much it would appeal to you on so many levels <laughs> so Brittany and Ariana. yeah yeah like yeah, i think everyone, if you haven't listened to it please go give that a spin and a spin yeah. and let us know what you think because it's it i mean if you don't like it then Maybe don't let us know what you think, but it's it's just genius. It's it's really really good. It's impressive stuff. Well done. Yes. Well, I mean, like, okay. So how how she sticks in my mind when I think about her is there's this meme, right? <laughs> Been on the internet Talk for years. Me. Been on the internet yeah. for years, and it's an Ariana Grande. I believe it was part of Carpool Karaoke where the screenshot was taken she's looking perplexed you can see around her these mathematic equations yeah and she looks as if she doesn't know what's going on you're familiar with am i painting the right yeah, picture yeah, for I'm you darling i'm pretty sure yeah you are okay you are. this is what this. this is what's going to lead me into this next part of the program oh i'm so and excited. you don't even know what's going on no i don't but i listen I, I do not i have prepared this for you and i'm going to going to call this uh this segment basic arithmetic with ariana oh <sighs> shit do i need a calculator now the reason that i suggest this is because i have it on good authority that neither one of us are good at math am i right um that may be there may be some truth in that yeah there's a lot of truth in that for me <laughs> so i'll speak on my behalf i've never been good at math and so i we're far too attractive to be good at math pardon we're far too attractive to be good at math that's exactly you right can't have yeah. both you're right. You can't be this beautiful and proficient at algebra, Numbers, no. which never really comes in handy anyway. All you really need to know is how to figure out a discount. So <laughs> this brings me to the segment, basic arithmetic with Ariana. Uh, this image of confusion that comes to my mind when I think about it. So I have a few, a few mathematic story questions that are based on third grade math. No. <laughs> Infused with Ariana trivia. Can you answer these questions oh for gosh. me? And you have to be quick. I will not oh my God. I will not accept no. any delay in the answer. So I'm the sweating. clock starts. The clock starts wait, now. Wait, do I get extra marks for showing my working? For showing your workings? I mean, how I are you gonna not do that? It's a podcast, so how are you gonna not. convey that? 
All right. <gasps> okay. Do your best. All right. Ready, set, go. Ariana has seven rings, and she bought matching diamonds for six of her bitches. How many rings does she have? Um, wait. She bought matching... Stop. Wait. Can uh, you repeat the question? I'm sorry. There are 42? no repeats in this game. <laughs> wait. She bought matching rings for six of her bitches. She... 42? Wait, 42? No. There's no multiplication in this. Where did you get that idea from? <gasps> I don't know. What? Oh, oh six. All right. So she has six rings. Girl. One all ring, right. One friend next. didn't have a Thank ring. you, next. Ariana has four donuts. Her assistant picked six. Ariana licked two. How many are left good to eat? This is taking me way too long. Wait, can you repeat the question? Uh, Four minus six. Don't quit your day job. All right. Final question. I hate this. (laughs) Ariana's stylist took out six part extensions. She now has seven. How many extensions were there to begin she had six extensions, but her minus one. Uh, what? Are you done? Can you repeat the question? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. These listen. These are third grade math questions. I feel so embarrassed, and I hate this. I I feel that you got thrown off by the the Ariana Grande context. I was too busy visualizing Ariana the Grande's donuts. rings and donuts. Yeah. And thinking about how hungry I was for donuts and the yeah. numbers were just like messing up in my head. I know. I, I feel you. I, I do. I do. For anyone who doesn't know, um, the donut licking thing is kind of this curious event that took place some years ago where she was caught. I think it was by TMZ, but in a donut shop somewhere in, a, in the US, uh, she got caught licking some donuts. Do we want to do we want to tr- try to better understand what that was about? Or do you want to like leave that? I'm to, still leave thinking that about the maths questions. General error of mystery. I'm still thinking about the numbers because I'm so confused. <laughs> well, I'll give you some time after the program to uh, <laughs> to unpack what that was. But uh, yeah, that that was that was basic arithmetic. You know, that was third that was grade a math. public humiliation of Sinead Khan. <laughs> I'll give you a That's chance for redemption was. of the future, and you can even do this to me if you want, because I I I can't say I'd be any better, really. Um, mm. Okay, like game off. Many, many a diva have uh, failed remedial math, myself included. Uh, so, uh, my mom. I just know my mom's gonna listen to it and be like, "Sinead, you. I did not make you stay up late doing maths for you to get this wrong." But anyway, let's round off this episode. <laughs> let's just settle on the fact that Ariana Grande is a modern pop star. She. She's nailed it with how she produces music for for the modern fast-paced audience for for the streaming world. Yeah, she's she knows what she's doing and she's not afraid to be vulnerable in the public eye and I look forward to seeing how she continues to evolve really and gives us some more pop bangers. Yeah, for sure, exactly. Uh I'm looking to uh, looking forward to see uh the the ponytail and its evolution mm. all through her life how it's it's going to going to carry her um never retire the ponytail no never that's that's what i hope i just for had her. a weird visualization um, imagine ariana grande with a bob i just don't see it I but don't one see it day if she did I'd the world would be shook shook mm. to death yeah um well uh it it seems that we've covered 
all that we can for now. Um, that each of us are going to select our favorite Ariana Grande track to put on the Essentials with Day Job pl- Essentials, Essentials playlist, as it were. Um, of course, um, and of course, everything on there is essential, just mm-hmm. like uh, the the Waitrose Essentials <laughs> supermarket range. If you're in the UK, Top. you know what I'm talking about. If you're everyone in the knows UK, this is a massive a joke, right? Economic income. Yes, bag. exactly. <laughs> For those listening, this is a very upmarket uh, place to buy groceries, whereby they have this like supermarket essentials range with things that are clearly not essential, like profiteroles and uh, pomegranate seeds and uh, foie gras. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm a woman of the people. It's on it's a par. It's for me exactly. all day. It is. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, it will be there. And we're going to, each of us are going to select a track to put on to that. And it will give us, give you, uh, the listener, an impression of what we like from her. And um, yeah, interact with us and let us know what yeah, uh, keep diamonds you like from her catalog. Page. We love hearing what Please. you guys are listening to. and. Tap yes. in with your fave Ari song, and um, I'm going to go practice my mental maths. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to go work on my ponytail. <laughs> Bye. All right. Thanks for listening. Well, yes. Ciao for now, everybody. Bye. Bye.